Exactly. So Hilchem Hachem Machos Asuras Perek Gimel. This peg talks about derivatives. This peg talks about derivatives from non-kosher species, and then we'll get into cholavak. Call Any type of edible. One second. Today's paragimel. Today's paragimel. Four seventy nine. No, forty two. I thought. Oh, forty two. Oh, forty two. Okay. Call And any food that comes from a species that you get malchus if you eat that species. For example, turtles. You eat a turtle, you malchus. So then, that Michael that comes from that, like the eggs from a turtle, for example, are also to eat For example, the milk of a non kosher domesticated or wild animal, or the eggs of a non kosher bird, the non kosher fish. And Emmer says, the ace basayana, the terrier, referring to the ostrich, calls it the basayana, which means the daughter of the ostrich. And when it says Basayana, why is it referred to it as the Basayana? One of the reasons is to Darshan, Zubaytsasa refers to the egg of the ostrich. Anything also like the ostrich, refer to anything else like an egg, in other words, a derivative. So the same halacha applies, you can't eat an ostrich, and the Torah says you can't eat the ostrich's egg. That applies to everything. <laughs> They're as big as soccer balls. So uh, you can't eat anything else which is a derivative from any other non kosher species. Bates. Milk of a human is allowed to be eaten. Even though you're not allowed to eat human flesh, we said in Perak Bays, human flesh is also matter according to the Ramah, but still, human milk is still kosher. Honey from bees and wasps. Mutter, that's kosher. It's permitted. It's not from the substance of their bodies. They gather it from the herbs, the grass. The human has to be Jewish? Uh, no, the khair not. Because the issue of eating human flesh is irrelevant if it's Jewish or not Jewish. That's interesting. We see. So, so that's all. Good, good, good. This is halal. We're talking about the Good. The bees collect the honey from the flowers, which they in their mouths. They spit into the hive. They have what to eat in the rainy season during the winter. Therefore, it's not considered a derivative of the bees, the bees' body. Now, royal jelly, royal jelly is also from bees, but that's a little bit created different, a little differently. And that's considered something which is considered a derivative from bees, therefore, it's not kosher. Okay. His mouth. It comes from his body. No. 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 I'm, I'm not a beekeeper. I'm talking what Ramam says. Bees, the Ramam says, collect the nectar from the flowers and they spit into the hive. Right. And therefore that's what that's it's not, not it's not from it's not from the bee. So it's it's, it's considered a derivative from the flower from is the from the from the excretion or secretion. I'm not sure. Because those, those are the only two things that can come out of the bee. Yeah. Doubt. What's the, what's the difference if it's a, you have to ask? No, I'm sorry, it's asking, it's asking. What makes it not part of the bee? What? That's why we're saying it's kosher, because it does not come from the bees. Okay. From the flowers. They go to the flowers. Okay, whoever wants to go tonight on YouTube and, and you can you, you search how bees make honey and you get the whole, uh, the whole situation. 
even though human milk is permitted. Obviously, every single Jewish child eats human milk, right? But even for an adult, it's forbidden. Also, it's forbidden for an adult to directly nurse from, an, from another adult. The woman should milk the milk into a clean, and then the adult could drink it. If an adult does nurse directly from an adult, from a woman, it is like he nursing from a sheriff, an unkosher animal, and he gets a bit of lashes, not because of tzniyas, but because it looks like you're eating trade. In other words, just like you're not allowed to eat a human person, you're directly nurturing from the person directly. So it looks like you're eating non-kosher food. So it resembles non-kosher eating, and therefore, it might bring to person to eat non-kosher milk, and therefore, um, people will say, what do you mean, humans are, humans are, humans are treif, but the milk is kosher, so pigs are treif, and the milk is kosher, or horses. So therefore, the chazal forbade doing so. Okay, hey. But you got the same logic by a baby. Babies don't have shechashbenes. Not the husband, the, the onlooker. The, 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 the whole thing is the observer. The whole thing is the observer. This is the reason for the iser. I'm not saying it's maris ayin. This is what the chazal asked. Okay. Now a child is allowed to nurse for even four or five years. That's as long as he's nursing consecutively. So if he stops nursing three days or more, because he's healthy and now he can last on his own, not because he was ill and he couldn't eat. Self-sufficient. Exactly. He can't start nursing again. Provided that this, this weaning happened after 24 months. If he's younger than that, even if he was weaned for a month or two, but since he's younger than two years old, he can return to nurse until the conclusion of 24 months. And the Chayra, he can keep, keep going after 24 months even, but, but for sure until there. And after that, that, that's when he goes back and falling back on the principle of, of whether he stops for three days or not. Even though the milk or the eggs of a non-kosher animal or a bird are tomato, so eating turtle eggs doesn't not chayiv malchus. Even though it's midraisa or horse milk, even though it's midraisa. Shemer says the b'sham b'sichelu don't eat from their flesh. The malchus is for the meat. He's not chayiv malchus for the eggs or for the milk. Someone eats them. It's like eating half a kazayis of chazer. She also matter, which is also matter, of course. But there's no malchus. Again, he's chayiv malchus midarbonim. Because the gather of an egg is not quite an embryo. No, let's say even milk, any derivative in the animal, whatever it may be. The point is, is that it has the gather of is matter. Yeah, is but not malchus. Zayin. You know, Ali. It seems to me, a person eats. Eggs of a fish that's not kosher that's found in the fish's belly. Yeah, that's considered not like eating eggs. That's considered like eating the fish intestine. Like you eat the actual fish itself. Similarly, the eggs of a non-kosher bird, if the eggs are 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 are, are not differentiated, they're still attached to the cluster of the spine. But they, from there they go. They, they, there's a cluster of eggs attached to the spine, and then they differentiate one by one, and then they eventually form into a hard shell, and the, egg, and, and the chicken lays them, the, the animal lays them. So uh, uh, that's by a bird at least. So uh, while they're still attached to the spine, it's like considered like part of the meat. Shadai and Leipolish of Nigmur, they're not yet finished and uh, independent, and they don't have a shell. Just like if you eat the the other intestines of the bird, non kosher bird, ches. That's why the kosher animal are considered, you know, bird, they're considered uh, At that stage, yeah. At that stage. Right, right. So, then, so there's a whole lot of what stage is, yeah, but whatever, there's a certain stage where it's considered flashings, yeah. If you have a non kosher bird that the, it's being incubated, the mother's sitting on it, and then the egg turned into a chick, and then you ate it. So if that's Yechayev Malkus, 
for, in other words, the embryo began to take form, the Yechai of Malchus was called Sheretz Oif. It's like, it's like eating a, a, a bug. But not because of eating the, the treif animal. So they have to give the right, the right Hasra. Ava Beit Oif Torah. Yeah. If you have a kosher bird, like a chicken, that the, the chick began to form in the egg, for that, he's chayiv makas mardus. He's not, he's not, it's not a semen But there Right. Right. Yeah, so he's chayiv, he's chayiv, it's ismi darabonon. Yeah. Not the partial development. It says that the embryo begins to take form, so so that's not it's not considered a full animal. So, you, so that, no, it's it's not considered a novella because it's not considered an animal which died, yeah. apparently. But it's uh, but it's isim midarbanan. Yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, I don't even know if it's bechlal get a fully formed, uh, fully formed. Uh, so we'll talk about that now. Test. It says so the, uh, the, some rishonim did not accept yeah. the Rambam's Yeah, yeah, yeah. Test. Nimtalekar adam. If you have a blood spot on the egg, imalachel ben if it's on the yolk, zerik es adam ben yichlas shar. Excuse me. If it's on the white, not the yolk, it, then you um, the, you throw out the, the, this blood and you eat the rest of it. If it's on the yolk, then the whole egg is forbidden. Now this is all assuming we're talking about an egg that was that was laid by a chicken that was fertilized by a male, so potentially you could theoretically develop into a, into a chick. If it's an egg which is not fertilized, in other words, it's a chick that just begins to lay eggs, as is the process. Um, and most of our eggs today are like are like this. If you want to eat it, you could take you can eat it. In other words, people like back then who knew uh, good quality food. Food, a non-fertilized egg was like uh, wasn't didn't taste as good. You might think it's also because about the shaktu. Dam says no. If you want to eat it, you can eat it. Yud. a chick which which is hatched. Even though it didn't open its eyes, so you would think maybe it's maybe it's dead. Behemoth teresh nitrifa, a kosher animal that becomes nitrifa. Yeah, obviously right. Correct. Yep. Um, Behemoth teresh nitrifa, a kosher animal becomes nitrifa. Nitrifa is a term that I'm going to explain. It means teresh means the animal gets injured or sick or something happens to it that the assumption is will not live for a year. Then I'm going to hilchas teresh, hilchas teresh, tell us what exactly all these different injuries are. So now this animal gets uh, gets teresh. Let's say a lion uh, bit the back of a cow, for example. The milk of that cow is now forbidden, like the milk of a non-kosher animal, because it's treif. So therefore, the milk is considered treif as well. Even though the species is a kosher species. This is also gay because nowadays, they, sometimes they have these operations. They do want animals to do certain things. That makes the animal to a treif. So when they have to go to a place to milk a, milk a farm, they have to make sure these, there's no cows that have this, like, this, this kind of operation yeah, they do. They, they needle them with hormones. That's, that's something else. That's 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 I don't but think that's a But there's a very specific there's a very specific thing. They take out a piece of the stomach of the cow. That makes it a treif alpidin. That's a big problem. Same thing applies to a kosher bird that becomes treif. If Tommy, the eggs of that bird, this chicken now considered uh, uh, eggs of a uh, vulture, whatever, of us are in the forbidden. We have to buy, when we buy eggs, it has to be kosher eggs? When you buy an egg from the store, it has to be kosher. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you have to, it has to be kosher eggs, for sure. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You have to make, you have to, no, you have to make sure they come from a chicken. Yeah. So, so, okay, so now how, how do we know the eggs you're buying in the store from a chicken, not from, not from a rooster, not from a platter of vulture? A good question. All right, that's right, Lachashir. But the, 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 the point is, it has to be reliably so we'll, confirmed. Yeah, we'll talk about it at the end of the paragraph, I think. If it becomes terrestrial, you can read it, the egg. Yes. Yeah, 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 great, good question, good question. So again, it has to do with government authority. Allah Hashir will talk about it more specifically. A chick which hatches from an egg 
that was laid by a chicken that was a trefa, mutter that baby chick that grows up now into a chicken, it's now it's kosher. She ain't made tummy because the species is not tummy. It was a problem in the individual chicken and the eggs it lays, but when it becomes its own animal, that, that doesn't pass over. Haya if Suffolk Tefa, if the bird is Suffolk Tefa. Is it contradiction from before the egg of the kosher for No, we're talking now about a chick, not an egg. The chick is, an adult chicken incubates an egg, sits on it, and then the chick hatches, it's fine. If the if was a doubt if it's safe or not, call all the eggs it lays the first the first batch so to speak, um, and it says I think it's sixteen days I think it says or something like that twenty one days. So machine we wait if if after twenty one days when it gets injured, it starts laying eggs again. The first are permitted. Why? If the chicken was a trefa, it would no longer be able to give birth to any more eggs. If it doesn't give birth anymore, it's also because we consume its trefa now. So this is a test to see whether or not the chicken is trefa or not. If it gives birth, if it, if it lays eggs 21 days after becoming injured, uh, we, can, we can see that the injury is not a, is not a, a fatal injury. You'd, or at least not within a year at least. Because a trefa means it's injured in a way that will die within a year. Yud beis. Now let's talk about something. This goes to the Chalvi Sol topic. Milk of a non-kosher species does not curdle, does not become congealed like uh, the, the milk of a kosher species. Therefore, if you have kosher milk with non-kosher milk, you have uh, horse milk and cow milk mixed together in a bottle. When you uh, make it stand, in other words, making the cheese, only the kosher milk will congeal. And the non-kosher milk will run out. With, together with the, the whey, because it, it, it stays liquid. You'd give If that's the case, if that's the case, the halacha should be logically. Giraffe, should call. giraffe is kosher. His milk is kosher. A giraffe is kosher. Milk is kosher. Sure, why not? The giraffe, no. Oh. <laughs> that's what. It's that's not not because of this, the halacha should be logically. All milk which is found in the hands of goyim also should be is forbidden. Perhaps they mix non-kosher milk inside. That's the But the cheese of a non-non-Jew should be permitted. If it's, if it's a milk, if it's a milk of a non-kosher species, it can't be cheese. If it's cheese, it can't be trade. It doesn't go together. So therefore, not all cheese from a goy should be fine. Alva, one second. In the days of Chacham, the Mishnah, they made a prohibition to eat cheese of a goy. Why? Because the way you make cheese is you put a piece of the stomach inside it. The enzymes from the kishka make the enzymes, the milk, make the congeal. And if you use a non-kosher piece of, uh, of, the, of the intestine, now you have trafer tra- tra- right, ingredients in the cheese. But that depends on which cheese. If it's what's like that, hard cheese, which doesn't, which okay. is non, which is non, uh, 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 it's not like a hard cheese. Hard okay. cheese requires so, the intestine. So here's my regular cheese. Yeah, yeah. If you're going to say, the piece of the intestine, for certainly the juice of the intestine that goes into the milk, is very minute. Why do you say it should be bottle? Bottle but bottle of because since this, and the answer is because since this intestine and the, and, the, and the enzymes is that which makes the milk into cheese, and it's a forbidden thing that makes it into cheese, it's all awesome, which is as we'll say, because you can't ignore it. Bittel means that because it's so minute, it's, it's irrelevant. If this is the ingredient which is making this milk into cheese, you can't ignore it. It's very present, it's very obvious that it's here. So you can't Even if it's a mashu. It's called a maimed, right, exactly. If it's a mashu, exactly. Right. What if cheese the goyim used and the, the rennet is not a piece of kishka from the animal? They use all kinds of grass or herbs or 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 or, or, or yeah or uh, they use uh, um, uh, 
uh, fermented uh, fruit juice. You're going to shaf like from that of a date uh, of, of of a fig. I mean, but, but exactly vegan. Well, the cheese itself is not vegan, but uh, okay. And you can see from the cheese that that was that was that was. You could somehow tell that's what what they used. Some grainim rule that it's also that the chum were not mechalik. Some Goenim said it's Asr, and the Ram doesn't, doesn't, doesn't say his opinion. It seems he's bringing this without qualifying that he holds the same way. They already made a blanket decree on all the, all the cheese of Goyim. Whether they made a permitted or forbidden rennet. Because we're worried about the case, well, they use the Asr thing. Therefore, all Goyim cheese is Asr across the board. Tezvav. If someone eats cheese of a goy, then you saw a or the milk that was milked by a goy, and you did not see it. We give him malchus midrabanim because it's midrabanim. He drinks such milk. Now we have to hope it's cow, cow milk. If we know for sure it's horse milk, it's chayim natur, obviously. But here, even if we know for sure it's a cow milk, and no, we can't know for sure because no one saw. The point is, is that if you drink such milk, it's midrabanim. It's chayim malchus midrabanim. I'm not sure. Oh, I think it's the first one who couldn't see it on the table. That's just my idea. Yeah, he couldn't. There was there was a piece milk on the table, and the Rebbe didn't see. Whichever brother couldn't see it. Yeah, okay. A butter, excuse me, butter of of goyim. Because that's made, that is not made like uh, like um like like cheese. It's a different process. They whip it. It's a whole. Uh, yeah, it comes from the cream. The fattiness. Oh. Of the so mix some say it's okay. Because there's no gzeir on butter. The gzeir is on cheese. The chalav and Butter can only come from cow's milk. Oh, or from a kosher animal apparently. Yeah, he's saying and non kosher. Milk doesn't stay, and therefore, therefore, even in I think here in, in I remember when I was in California, they told us in old Torah in the early days they used to, they used to have butter that was not chalvisol because apidinus is haterim. Some guys say no, it's awesome. Because if they mix, mix non-kosher milk with it, those traces will be in the butter, and they're not gonna they're not gonna just you know um, um, get mixed. Together, like like I one big challenge, because they'll they'll stay independently in their little pocket. So because the those little drops of non kosher milk that got mixed in, perhaps don't mix with the with the butter together in a way that it's all it's all uh, evenly dispersed. So if it's, it's distinct in its own section of the butter, you can't say it's bottle. Bittle means a drop of milk falls in chicken soup, it gets diluted completely. It's not diluted over here, it has its own pocket. It retains its own. Yeah, exactly. And therefore, any milk, even cow's milk, which the butter comes from, we have to be chesh, there's non kosher milk in time, therefore it's us, so it's a machaikis, the ram doesn't pass it. Test signs. Yudarli, it seems to me. If you take butter from a guy and you cook it, to the point that you all, all the moisture of the, of the milk leaves, that and, and if there was any milk that was not kosher, it's not there anymore. Now the butter is mutter. If you say that it got mixed with the, the buttering, was mixed all together. But the mutter, it's butter mute. Now there's a principle: you can't let a chilagol something. But the chilagol over here, you don't know for sure that this is sir. So it's okay to go cook it and make it bottle because we don't know if it's there in the first place. I'm assuming that's the reason why it's okay. However, butter, which the goy cooks, and you'll say, good, now there's no more milk, right? No, that's the, the problem is that it's not kosher because the, 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 the kalim have to taste. Therefore, yeah, we'll say, all right, you design. 
who's sitting next to the herd of animals belonging to a guy. And a guy comes along and says, Here, here's some milk from my, 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 my farm. Even though there's non kosher animals in the farm. The halach is the milk is mutter. Even though you did not see the actual milking. He could potentially see milking when he stands up. Because the guy is afraid to milk from the non-kosher animal. Maybe you will see him. He's going to see he's giving him non-kosher milk. We're talking about a case where the guy knows Yid doesn't eat milk from these type of species. So these guys on the farms who are watching Chol Yisrael, they don't have to walk and see every single machine. You know, they have to be in a place where you can stand up. Again, the star cave for sure, they're more makeable, because they're not so careful themselves. So the mashkich have to be there in a way that they stand up and go look, they can see what's going on. Yeah, all right. Yud Ches. I have, a, I have a relative who Bishita will only even they're not the soul is not so important to them because they don't they're not mock with themselves. So if they say it's Khavi Sol, Mechatesi. So it's not Yud Ches. egg. Both ends are round or both or both ends are uh, sharp. You had the yolk on the outside and the white on the inside. It's definitely a non-kosher species of egg. If you have one end which is round, one which is which is more sharp, like the chicken eggs, the chelb melchutz v'chelb mefim, and the yolk is on the outside. Excuse me, the inside and the white is on the outside. After she bates of tamei, after she bates of tar, then maybe it's tar. The fichah therefore shirelot tzadi shol shemayich. You have to ask the Jewish um, hunter who uh, who collected it and 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 selling it. Um, if he tells you it's this species of bird and you know that's a kosher species you can rely on him if he says it's a kosher species he doesn't tell you which species it is in that case you cannot rely on him and there's the a whole conversation as to why it has to be that in this case we can't uh, but the, but the point is, bringing you eggs from who knows where. That's why you have all these Good, eggs. good, good. Yeah, but the point is that they have to, he has to, he has to tell you what type of bird it comes from. You can't just say it's a kosher bird. You test. You can't buy eggs from a guy. Unless you recognize it, you can see by your by the eye Shehein Beit Zayif playing a tar that you know it's a, a kosher species from a certain type of, of a species. Now we don't. We're not worried. Maybe the guy took the eggs from a chicken that had an injury. It's treifa. That's a very rare case on a for that matter. Now the vela means, um, yeah. So the animal let's say died without being without being shechted, and then you find eggs inside of it. Um, it would be flesh, so, so, so even if it's a finished shell, I'm not sure what the problem is. It could be that they laid the egg and then they died. That's for sure not a problem. I'm not sure what the, how in the veil. Apparently, it seems that it's a problem if you if you if you, if, you, if a chicken dies and you cut it open, you find the egg inside. According to the Ram, it could be an issue. So I guess maybe you're talking about an egg at the earlier stages. But the point is, is that we don't have to worry about that. We can, we can assume that it's from a chicken that laid it as is normally. You don't buy a stir, stirred egg from a guy. You don't. The veil means dead, died, but not being shech, just died naturally. Chaf. Beit Dagum fish egg. Semeneim kisemeneif. The signs is the same as a bird. To be to be kosher, it has to be one uh, one rounded end, and the other end is, is less rounded, like a, like a chicken. It's kind of like a pyramid shape. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen that. I'm not sure. Caviar sturgeon, which is a trade for fish. Yeah, I'm saying that's sturgeon strafe? Yes, it has no fins and scales. I thought those white fish. Caviar? So what, what kind of fish is a white fish? Is, is the 
to buy cheese or a piece of uh, a fish that you have no idea where it's from can only be done from a yid who is you know you could trust is someone who can choose careful cashers you can buy from any Jew there. You can assume that he's an upstanding citizen. Is not going to sell you something not kosher. Again, you can buy from milk any, a anyways. If someone pickles non-kosher fish, the juice, the the the, the, uh, the brine is usher from, from because it has a taste of non-kosher fish. But the brine made from non-kosher grasshoppers, mood that's okay. Grasshoppers don't have any moisture in their bodies, at least not sufficient to make a difference, and therefore, the fich, uh, therefore it doesn't um, give taste into the brine. What is the brine? It's like the juice from the you, know, you take pickle juice where you put the fish, you, the, the, the grasshoppers inside of it, so it's not considered like it absorbs the taste. The you cannot buy fish brine from a goy. Unless there was a kosher fish swimming around there, a field dog, even one again. If there's a few fish, and one some are kosher, some are not kosher, it's not a problem. But if it's only only one fish, it's a kosher fish. We assume that that is the species of the of the brine. You can you can buy it. You can buy it. Chav gimel. Yeah, a guy brings a, uh, a big tr- uh, a trough full of uh, with open barrels, uh, and they have brine in them. One of these open barrels has a kosher fish. All the barrels are permitted. If the barrels were sealed, you open one of them, you found the kosher fish. The second one, you found also kosher fish. You have to be able to recognize it as the fish. It has to be that the head and the spine are extent. You should be able to recognize that it's a kosher fish. You cannot buy crushed and salted fish from a goy. That's what it's called. Uh, uh, you know, this, this is the, the, the fish dish that's called taris trufa. So therefore, when you buy a can of tuna, if it says it's a mashkiach you know that the guy watching, making sure every single can is filled with a tuna fish, not with dolphin. If it has an OU, no mashiach tmidi, what's the heter? Because the same heter of chalakum that we assume that the government's watching that's, and all these different things. That's the whole point. The super tank is, they catch yeah, yeah, the yeah, nets. Yeah. Okay, so when they catch, they said that tmidi has to be on ship. Right. If it's not on ship, yeah, 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 yeah. No, again, that's the whole, that's the heter for those who don't have a mashiach tmidi is, is, is the FDA and all those other things. Yeah, but it's, uh, it's an issue. I think the guy who made the big deal about, everyone used to eat regular, Oh, you fish. I'll tell you, mate. Tender, right? 
his father-in-law, Salavechin, in the 50s. I thought it was Tendler, okay. He, he, he refused to eat tuna. Yeah. Because Good. he said that the dolphins traveled together with yeah. tuna. How, and this how do you understand? I can show you from where people say, okay, how do you understand? There's concerns that every box that comes yeah. over tuna needs to be initially double-checked. Yeah. yeah, good. But, but how do you but how do you know when once a box comes in that that's, that's tuna dolphin? You can't tell. Look at the meat. No. Oh yeah, they leave a little bit of scab to build it. Oh wow. My ratio. If the head and the spine of the fish was discernible, even though it's crushed, you can buy from the guy because you can tell it's the right. It's this this fish. You just you know it's been a little sishmet. A guy brings a keg of pieces of fish. They're all cut evenly. You could tell it's all one fish. Now you want to know if it's kosher or not One of the pieces you find scales. We can assume it's all the same fish. And they all come from this fish that had scales. And scales is the, the sign for fish.